Monty, darling, I fear I might have imbibed a little too much of the bubbly. Dear, can you catch me up on who and what is currently groping around our gardens? Oh, Jaffe, you do love a tipple or two. Of course, my precious jewel. Well, we've two rather eclectic groups currently on the grounds. A Mr. De Alpha and his sidekick. Some sort of chap with a rather interesting, if not entirely, scaly skin condition and some sort of automaton man full of... Shit-aki mushrooms? What? No! Oh, <laughs> the hors No, dear. Gas, you remember. No, the chap is full of straw and the other merry little band is a military man, you see. A grunt and his rather brash daughter who seems to have a rather feral-looking beast with her. No doubt. Oh, how quaint! And do we favour either of these two rambunctious rabble sorts to be a match for our beloved offspring, Amelia? Oh, heavens no, Taffy. <laughs> They're as good as dead, darling. I doubt either party will make it to the end. But we can enjoy the struggle. Oh, delightful! Well, then, more bubbles. Mr. Chives, bubbly for everyone. Oh, Jaffe, you mean Monty, you rogue! <laughs> <laughs> Both parties have just started the second trial, Heart's Desire. And as you moved into this room and the professor, as you picked yourself up from being, you know, tossed into the room, staring in front of you, you just at the edge, rather, you skidded across the floor and a mere half foot from the edge of this fiery pit, you look down and it's just a drop uh, and it's just a, a well of darkness and at the bottom of it, you just see a glowing red hot fire. And you could have sworn for a moment that there was something blinked down in the fire. On the walls in this square room, you see written the words, True love's desire, a sacrifice we require. Toss an ally in the fire. It is written in uh, elvish, dwarvish, abyssal, common, infernal, in every in every language known uh, on this plane, uh, it is there scrawled in the walls and repeated across and all around you. You don't see any other uh, exit. Because Team uh, Bubbles uh, didn't win, we're going to give them the trying start to take the lead on this. Well, I look straight at Bethany and I'm just like, bitch, don't. Uh, with that, I grab my net and I throw it on top of Buttercup. Give me an attack bubble. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no question, is there, really? Dude, dude, you missed out. You're supposed to look at Bethany and be like, I'm sorry, little one. <laughs> hey, Tim, guess what's, guess what's coming your way? <laughs> oh, I was prepared. I'm ready. <laughs> um, that would be a 15. Uh, yeah. Buttercup, as you... Uh, look threateningly up at Bethan, uh, telling her, kind of demanding that she doesn't do it, and kind of threatening her with a look to say, you better not do it. You are covered in a net, uh, and looking down on you is Sergeant Bubbles. And with that, then I, I grab the net and I pick it up, and I just start swinging it, <laughs> and I look at Bethan and I say, I'm terribly sorry, I'm terribly, but terribly, no. oh, terribly sorry. I'll get you another one. <laughs> and I just... Oh, I hoof it. I oh. hoof it into the fire. Can I, like, fight back or try to get out of here in any way? You, you can give me a strength saving throw to try and tear it out of the net. Oh, great. This will be fine. Five. 
So no, um, you you scrabbling and screaming. Um, you watch uh, Beth Ann half smiling as, as your father uh, rounds up your familiar and then just swinging the net around, apologizing emphatically at you. You just see Buttercup getting dizzier and dizzier in the net uh, as she bites and scratches and tries to tear the net open. Uh, as he lets go of his grip, just in kind of one of those slow motion uh, movements. You just see as the net flies towards the hole and disappears below it, Buttercup giving you the middle finger um, <laughs> and just spitting as the net plummets down uh, the shaft. As I'm flying through the air, I'm just like, I will eat your face. I'm coming for you. I won't forget about this. My family will find you. Like, just all of these things as I'm flying through the air. And I'm totally crying crocodile tears to get sympathy from my father. <laughs> I promise. I'll, I'll, I'll get you one more. Two two more. As, uh, five. I'll get you five of them. You can have as many as you like. Uh, will it be a unicorn this time? Uh, I, I, I will absolutely try my very hardest. <laughs> okay. I'm just... It's gonna take me a moment, Daddy. Please stop crying, because you're going to make me cry, and you know when I start crying, I can't stop, okay? Uh, but it's still very sad, Daddy. <laughs> I hate you both. But when you're sad, it makes me sad. I was starting to get used to it. It was being kind of useful. I, prom- I promise, I promise, I promise. Uh. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Orky Shore, um, you you read the message uh, on on the walls. Uh, True love's desire, a sacrifice we require. Toss an ally in the fire. Hey, Teach. Uh, I know it's written in multiple languages, but what does it say? I, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> it, it says, "Finally, sweet rogue, I am out of here." And I run and I do a swan dive over the edge. <laughs> Um, uh, Ronchi and Jojo, you watch as the professor uh, scuttles towards the edge and then swan dives over it, uh, welcoming the sweet embrace of darkness and the flames beyond. And as Bubbles, uh, uh, sorry, as as Buttercup and the professor uh, descend into the dark to be engulfed by flames, rising up through the darkness is a dark uh, amethyst crystal that flits towards the sergeant and Jojo, fitting into the middle recess of the gauntlet as you both earn the heart's desire crystal and gain plus 15 temporary HP. There's kind of a shock and gasps and awe wafting in the air around you and you see those polyhedral purple crystals blink and light up in response to the to the noise coming from a crowd watching somewhere else on the estate. And then there is the familiar sound of stone grating against stone as a wall at the other side of the room settles downwards and in steps chives. Very good, then. You clearly have no qualms in sacrificing loved ones to get ahead of yourselves. You are already on the path of becoming one of the one percent. <laughs> chives uh, looks uh, at both parties. Uh, and bows his head in respect for the uh, recently departed we will now hold eight seconds worth of silence 
I say, Jaffy, your sister seems to be a little under the weather. A little too much of that dwarven cherry whiskey. Oh no, Monty. The scandal of it all. <gasps> what was that? What did we miss, Monty? Oh my. It seems that little sack of hay just tossed himself into the fire pit. My word. Is that in the rules, Monty? Oh, I don't think the rules say anything of the sort, Daffy. But it's certainly not in the spirit of competition, and certainly not good sportsmanship. Oh, the scandal! Buttercup and the Professor, you fall through the, the dark tunnel for a little bit of time, and as you draw closer to this burning fire below, it doesn't get any hotter. In fact, it starts to get a bit colder. As you're about to strike it, a rather large claw just shoots up through the dark and both of you land on a thick, hard, golden-scaled claw, and you're drawn down the tunnel, and you find yourself in a a small cavern, and you can see kind of stacks of silver and gold and uh, chests nestled around the place. There in the the centre of the room, there is a burning, glowing pit, and nestled against a wall, there you hear like a... So they threw the both of you down the hole. Walking from the shadow into the light, uh, you see Amelia Raven Direhart dressed in her full gothic bride look. Uh, yeah, I guess we, guess we continue on. You know, I was kind of hoping that um, there'd be a lot more lava down here. They didn't even consider it. They just chucked me right in. There's this snarling sound, and as both of you turn your heads, gazing down from you, you just see the burning uh, amber eyes of a young gold dragon. He smiles at you with this wide, wide, toothy grin, and then his tongue just flops out, and he starts doing that thing that dogs do when they're very, very happy, and he starts kind of hopping the air kind of around himself. Fluffy, no. Fluffy, good girl. Fluffy, you can't eat them yet. We're not done with them at the moment. You guys, you need to head up that stairs. And she points to uh, exit. There'll be someone to take care of you there. Good luck. The next time you fall into a deep dark hole, though, it's probably going to be a bit more permanent. Oh, spoilers. And she looks at you, Professor. Fluffy puts you both on the ground and then does that thing again where dogs uh, scoot straight down and then they're kind of looking at you and their eyes are darting back and forth and uh, Fluffy's <laughs> back is up and her her tail and uh, her, her back end are just kind of wagging <laughs> and you just hear like but like why are the snacks going away why, why are the snacks walking away why 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 why, why, why? and uh, Amelia just starts she's like no there'll be snacks later I promised you bigger snacks I gotta go, Fluffy. Remember the deal. And Amelia walks over and gives Fluffy the young gold dragon a hug. Meanwhile, upstairs, Chives kind of holds his head up and goes, well, that felt like an appropriate time to allow something else happen in a side narrative. Um, (laughs) And he just kind of gives kind of a, a nod. Now, before we proceed into the final trial called the mind's eye where your intellect will be pushed to its limits and he looks at Jojo and Ronchi though for some of you I think we'll reach that point quicker than before uh, uh, uh. we have one more riddle 
I am something people love or hate. I change people's appearances and thoughts. If a person takes care of themselves, I will go up even higher. To some people, I will fool them. To others, I am a mystery. Some people might want to try and hide me, but I will show. No matter how hard people try, I will never go down. What am I? Uh, I don't know why. I'd like to say age. Well, there it is. One of the things in this world I never thought would actually happen. <laughs> you would form a cognitive thought that would lead you to an answer. <laughs> well done, Mr. De Alpha. <laughs> I'm not surprised. My boy here is wicked smart. Yeah, boy. I'm smart. Smart. And I keep poking myself in the side of the head. Real smart. Y'all just underestimated me. And then I realize my pants are down. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's at that point I turn to my daughter Bethany and I say, well, you know, my dear, a broken clock is correct twice a day. Well, I must be a real broken clock because I'm right more than that. So. <laughs> <laughs> From a satchel strewn over his shoulder, Chives takes out a, a, a long glass bottle, kind of swirls it around in front of you, Jojo, and then presents it to you. Congratulations. Now, do us all a favor and don't drink all this in one go. He hands you a supreme potion of healing. Ooh, yeah. Jealous. Should I do this like a shot? I mean, it's your potion. I'm kind of winged from that bird. Maybe I should take a sip. Yep, you can You can take a shot of it now if you want. 2d4 plus 4. Okay, so I get 8 health. Yep, immediately, Jojo, you pop the cork on it and swig it straight back, grabbing the bulbous end of the bottle as you tilt your head back. And you just hear chives going, chug, chug, chug. Just while he's taking his shot, I'm just, I'm crying a little. I'm like, daddy, I'm so, I, I should have got that right. But my heart is still broken over buttercup. I, I, I know, my dear, I promise I will make it up to you. I, I, I swear. Yeah, you'll do better next We'll, 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 we'll win. We'll win, right? Right? Uh, ab- absolutely. I will, I, I will do everything in my power to make sure we are victorious. <laughs> he didn't say you'd win. No, he said he'd try. <laughs> can we kill those men too when you marry this woman? <laughs> I promise you, my dear, I will slaughter those boys and I will drink their bloods and eat their hearts. And thank you, Daddy. <laughs> and then I stopped crying. <laughs> <laughs> Chives is Chives is just looking on, uh, really waiting for. He's got he's got eight more years before he's allowed to retire, so he's just he's <laughs> he, he just needs death. You may take a reprieve if you wish before the third and final trial. Need I remind you that the De Alpha team are currently in the lead with two of the crystals taken. However, Mister Bubbles. You and your daughter can carry a tie if you were to complete the Mind's Eye trial. Who's going to win? It's anybody's guess. And he moves into the, he moves through the portal. Hey, did he say we could take a dump before we go? In not so so. many words, yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm assuming this is a short rest, is it? Or? Yes, you can take a short rest here if you want to. Monty, 
Ever since the poor people found unions, these mandated breaks and allowances to attend the facilities really have put a dampener on our lifestyle. Oh, fret not, my love. They might have survived those first two ordeals, but there's no possible outcome where either of these two can solve the final task. Oh, Monty, I hope so. My dear, I am pretty sure I saw that tiny little scraggly fellow lick his own eyeball. We'll be fine. The complexities of the next trial will have their veritable brain matter leaking from their ears like treacle. (laughs) If you say so, my love. Indeed. (laughs) As you, you know, take stock of yourselves, uh, you you rest, you take a shot from your supreme healing potion. You you take a poop in in the fire pit. Uh, Raunchy G (gasps) makes awkward eye contact. Bethany lays on the guilt trip and Sergeant Bubbles makes one more promise that he probably will not be able to keep you soldier on through the, the third and final door of the uh, the love gauntlet. Both teams now having acquired a, a crystal. Uh, in the case of Team Orky Shore, uh, you have both Love's Muscle and Heart's Desire. And Team Bubbles, you have only achieved the Heart's Desire. When you cross the threshold from the portal this time, it feels a little bit weird and a little bit different. As you step out from it, at either side... You see the opposing team cross the threshold as the four of you reappear in the same dimension and back on the the material plane in the the final chamber of the the labyrinth. This one is a little is a little different. It's 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 much larger. There is in the middle of the room a huge pillar. Dangling from that pillar, you lay eyes on the professor and Buttercup who are bound from uh, their shoulders down to their hips uh, and bound together. Chives is standing off to one side and with as he raises his hand, you all hear like in a booming voice, the third and final trial of the love gauntlet now begins as we take stock of the mind's eye. You now must compete to rescue your allies from total despair and the void below. Buttercup and the the professor, as you climbed the stairs, you were both nabbed by servants who hit you over the head, tied you up and dragged you uh, up the stairs, swung you over this column, and you've been dangling over a pit that seems to be pulling you down. It seems to be kind of trying to draw you in. The hemp rope that you're bound with feels like it's fraying against the force uh, coming from this pit. This doesn't look like the pit in the other room that you were thrown through. You don't see any fire. You just see darkness. And even the light around the edge of this hole, it seems to be dragged in. It's all being pulled or drawn into the centre and disappearing into this void. Around the column, 29 large stones lift up off of the ground and fly to the opposite wall from both teams. And there they bury themselves. And you see 29 glyphs light up in a strange order. And the rope drops Buttercup and the Professor as you are dangled a little bit closer. And just as the the glyphs sink and press into the wall, Chives takes a step forward. The mind's eye trial is a test of your intellect in one of the fiercest games known to all of those in Arcanum. We're playing Cosmic Hangman.
Oh, thank God. A test of wits. I'll be dead in no time. <laughs> um, oh, man. Chives takes a step closer, uh, and the the six of you can roll for initiative. And this is taking traditional combat uh, roles in order here. So it's no longer a team initiative. It's wherever you land, that's going to be the turn order for this. You may each take a turn to guess to solve the puzzle. You have eight rounds to decipher these mystical glyphs. But be warned, for every mistaken guess or a repeated guess, your allies drop closer to their demise. I got a 16. I also got a 16. Okay. Uh, Bubbles, you have the higher dexterity score, so you'll be going first. 11. I got a 10. I got a 12. 19. Chives uh, approaches you, Ronchi, and just prods you with his quarterstaff. Ow. It is your guess. Is it love? <laughs> <laughs> the the rope drops. You have four chances left. Did you take it, like, uh, just just as a, as a quick one, Ronchi, did you take a, a guess at just solving the entire puzzle by saying love? Uh, yeah, Ronchi's an idiot, so, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and with that, Buttercup and uh, the Professor, you drop uh, a foot closer to the void, and you can now feel it pulling you uh, down even more. Nope. Bubbles, uh, Sergeant Bubbles. The letter E. You see uh, three of the, the glyphs turn. And in their place, the, the letter E now glows uh, a hot pink and purple color. The rope stays in place. Bethany. I. Better not be live, laugh, love. <laughs> Four of the glyphs turn. Professor. Hmm. L. With the professor exclaiming the letter L, three more of the, the glyphs turn. Buttercup. Uh, w? One of the glyphs turns. Jojo. Are we allowed to confer with the, within our team? Yeah, you can you feel, f- all separately? feel free to uh, okay. RP the living daylights out of this. Oh, I was going to do in like a separate side chat, but I didn't know if that was cheating. <laughs> well, what, what letters have been spoken already? Uh, the word love, uh, I, W, L, and E. But the word love didn't count. And the word love did not count. <laughs> uh, C. Buttercup and the professor, you are now three feet away from the void as oh. you drop again. Oh, no. Every time this happens, Buttercup's just like, you, you idiots, you fucking idiots. What is wrong with you? Choose a Q next. <laughs> <laughs> If we get out of this alive, I'm going to kill you. Ronchi D. N. N as in Nora? Yes. What the fuck is this? Uh, Three of the glyphs turn and the the letter N glows brightly on them. Sergeant Bubbles. A. Two, uh, wait, uh, three turn. Buttercup. Or not Buttercup, sorry, uh, Bethan. R. Two more drop. At this point, Chives uh, interjects. You have used half your guesses. Oh, shit. Professor. 
Come on, teach, you can do it. Currently in front of you, you see I will blank I blank N A blank R E N blank 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 I A L A blank R E E blank E N blank. T as in Tom. Two of the glyphs turn as you say the letter T, Professor. <gasps> do uh, I have to wait for my turn to give the do? answer? Uh, you Fuck. do. Fuck. Buttercup. But you, there's role playing in this, by the way. I, I, I mean, <laughs> we've just turned this into, we've just turned this in, into like the most boring game of D and D hangman. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like so invested. I'm like, oh, what letter could it be next? <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm going to whisper it into my father's ear. That's not fucking helpful. So he just, he just... No, no, I know the because he's before me. So, so. Yeah, but I'm happening um... now. Hello. <laughs> I can't whisper to you. Okay. Is it your turn? Hi, I heard you gasp. The fuck's going on? Save me, you useless bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is I will sign a prenuptial agreement. <laughs> oh my god, it is! And with. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I knew the last one was agreement, and I was like, what the fuck is that word? Um, oh. With. With uh, oh with that, God. and I apologize. I, I I told you I ruined D and D. So, um, <laughs> with that, uh, as uh, as uh, oh. Beth Bethany exclaims the answer, you all see the the runes just flip and uh, turn around, and they reveal themselves to say the phrase, "I will sign a prenuptial <laughs> agreement." The pink glowing uh, rune stones just light up and start to spark and spin. Uh, quicker and quicker they come together and they form a lavender colored stone that flies straight towards sergeant bubbles and they embed themselves in the mind's eye as soon as the stone uh, fits uh, and forms inside the the glove sergeant bubbles you see that at the edges of your hand (laughs) which Boublaze. <laughs> Boob, sorry, boob, sorry. The narrator is now feeling questioned. With the mind's eye, you now have access to three cantrips. Ooh. Um, at your Ooh. Own Guidance, frostbite, and mage hand. One each uh, per day. I look over at my opponent and I'm like, "Way to go, bud! Two, two to two. I guess we're just gonna have to DP this out, huh?" <laughs> Your choice of phrasing, uh, Mr. D'Alpha, that is precisely what is now going to have to take place as we begin a trial by ritual combat as our forefathers and their fathers and their forefathers would have done hence. Let the trial by combat begin. Oh, Jeffy, they solved it. How? I didn't think the groups knew more than six consonants between them, let alone a, a vowel. We'll be a laughingstock, Monty. Our daughter can't marry one of these cretins. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. All part of the charade. Good fun, isn't it? Hmm. I do hope that Mr. De Alpha puts up a good fight. Tally ho and what, eh? Psst, Monty. Social ruin will be the death of me. I'd sooner be engulfed in a maelstrom of fire than deal with the stares of this lot. Calm yourself, Doffy. The show is not over yet. 
We'll let them kill each other and then have chives do away with any survivors. That's the ideal scenario. We can just say that the winner had some sort of fishing accident on the lake and Bob's your uncle. We're right as rain. Bob is my uncle, Monty. Why did you bring that up? Oh, Daffy, hush and watch. The rope snaps that was binding Buttercup and the professor. And as you fall towards the hole and it pulls you in faster, it immediately just like, it just slurps and closes and falls in on itself. Uh, and you hit uh, ground and your bindings fall away from you. Jojo and uh, Ronchi D, uh, you are beside each other. Bethany and Sergeant Bublaze, you are beside each other. There's less than 10 feet between both pairs. But on the other side of the room, about 30 feet away, beside each other, are uh, the Professor and Buttercup. We are going to stay following the turn order that we already rolled for, for initiative. Buttercup, you went, and is now Jojo at the top of the hour. So it's straight up just a fight between us, huh? Yeah. That's, okay, cool. Uh, Alright, I look over at Bu- uh, Buble, and I go, Ah, man, sucks it's gotta come down to this. I'd say we both walk away, huh? What do you think? I'm thinking we just stay real cool about and then as I'm saying that I pick a javelin from behind me and I barrel it at him. Yeah, roll for roll for attack. <laughs> uh an eleven to hit. Wait, wait, can I add it can I add a one there or add a one to that because of the uh, Yes, actually yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, my so twelve stone, to hit my, my boner stone. Oh no. <laughs> as Jojo um makes uh his his offer at a reprieve Immediately over his shoulder, he kind of spins, grabs a javelin, and chucks it straight at you, uh, Sergeant Bubbles. And it's not a tactic you haven't seen before. Lesser men like to try and catch their opponents off guards. And you just, you kind of weave and duck and weave out of the way as the javelin shoots past you. Jojo, bonus action? How far are we from each other? Uh, you are less than, well, you're, we'll say 10 feet, we'll call it an even 10 feet okay, between each other. Okay, cool. I laugh, I'm like, ha ha ha, uh, you saw me, it was a good one though, it was a good one. Uh, net! And I throw, I scream net and I throw the net at him. (laughs) 19 to hit. That hits. So you are restrained by the net, uh, Sergeant Bublez, as uh, Jojo screams net at you uh, and then throws a net at you. You are, you are tangled in this net that stinks of antiperspirant and hair gel. It is Ronchi D. Okay, so I take uh, I take aim with my crossbow at the sergeant as I start screaming, Yo, don't worry, bro! I got you, bro! And I fire a crossbow vault. Uh, and you do so with advantage. Alright, that is a 14. I'll shoot it again. That's an 8. Uh, definitely 14. So no. Okay, with the I got you, bro, I got you, bro, Jojo, you watch as Ronchi D misfires once again and embeds a crossbow bolt into the ceramic tiles at his feet. B- bonus action, uh, Ronchi D. I, 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 before he makes his turn, I look at him dead in the face. I'm like, hey, hey, Ronchi, you got this, bro. Yeah, I got this. Let's see, uh, since I can take two attacks, I uh, fire another bolt. Yep. Oh, thank God I can have advantage. All right, um, that, that was a natural <laughs> one. Okay, yeah, that's a delightful net one there. Um, and that's 13. Unfortunately not, no. <laughs> Inspired by JoJo's You Got This Bro, you load another bolt, take aim, and shut your eyes tight as you fire the bolt. <laughs> and it just, it, it literally, you click and the, the bolt just falls out of the crossbow. 
uh, like you didn't load it properly as it just falls to the ground and it, it hits the ground with that kind of echoing thud that everyone's like this is awkward it's it's gone definitely quiet now and we all heard the crossbow bolt hit the ground and roll sergeant bubbles you need to spend an action to get the net off there's two ways to get out of a net as far as i'm aware you can do a full action to get out or you can cut it with something that does slashing damage and it destroys the net yeah yes yep Cheater, he knows the rules. <laughs> hey, you're, yeah, you're, not the only one, <laughs> you're not the only one that has several nets in his equipment. <laughs> um, uh, so I I suppose I can't really use my glaive because my glaive is like really long. So I'll, I suppose I'll use my dagger. Um, seems like the most appropriate. So I will um, do that. I got a natural 20. Yay! Uh, Sergeant Bubbles, uh, as a net uh, expert, you, which is, we'll get into at another time, I think, you whip a dagger out from uh, your belt, have at the net uh, as a gentleman would, Ronchi D and Jojo, uh, you watch as Sergeant Bubbles makes short work uh, of the net, uh, cutting it to ribbons. Uh, it falls free around him. Shit! Shit! <laughs> um... Be cut now. Part of what also why I attacked is one, I can destroy the net, but also I have a second attack. Yeah. Um, do I have to attack with the dagger, or do I have to wait to swap out for my glaive, or can I use the glaive on my second attack? The glaive is two-handed, so you would have to use something like the dagger or your longsword. I'm afraid. I suppose I'll attack with my longsword then. And you're uh, going for? I suppose Jojo because he threw it. Yes. Net okay. At me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Roger's closer. Roger's closer, and he has his eyes closed. <laughs> Uh, oh well, in that case, I'll go for I'll go for the guy that missed me twice. Yeah, okay, um, lads, you're not gonna believe it. Oh my god, no, <laughs> natty twenty, bro, no, bro. <laughs> it's okay. I'll always get you, bro. <laughs> uh, roll for your damage, Sergeant Bubbles. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, so uh, seventeen damage. Oof. Yeah, Ronchi D, your eyes fixed tightly shut. Uh, you open them just to see Sergeant Bublez lunging at you with his longsword, uh, and he catches you just shy of your belly uh, as the blade slices into you. Jojo, you watch as Ronchi D is stabbed. He stood there with his eyes closed, and you watched as he got Yo, stabbed. Bro. Sergeant Bublez, is that you done? I think that's all I can do. I suppose with that I will say, Ha ha! Have at you! <laughs> Bethany, you're up. I am going to cast Crown of Madness on Ranchi D. So he needs to do a wisdom saving throw. Uh oh. Are you sure it's wisdom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, 17. Fuck. Okay, so that fails. I love how Bethany's like, oh, fuck, I've got nothing else right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bonus action, uh, Bethany? No, nothing at this time. Again, Bethany does that. Well, you didn't see it before, but Ranchi D. Now with a kind of a sword sticking in your belly, you look. You just look at Bethany, who's got her hands on her temple, or sorry, two of her fingers on her temple, kind of just looking at you, muttering. Uh, she she looks deranged. Professor, you're up. I use my acid wand <laughs> <laughs> and try a ranged spell attack on uh, Sergeant Bublitz. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, roll a d20 plus two. Nineteen. Yeah, loaded dice. Uh, 21. <laughs> no, I'm afraid that doesn't hit. <laughs> no, it does, it does, it does. And roll your d6 then for your damage. Four. Buttercup, you watch as the little burlap sack 
turns, uh, well, its body turns, its head still looking at you, and like a part of the sack, <laughs> it rips open, and a small little uh, cannon appears. It there's a hissing sound, and then a spluttering sound as just a globule of acid. Whoa, peach! With a fl- slight fragrant of of champagne on and swill on it, bursts <laughs> through the air. Sergeant Bublaze, you are struck uh, on your uh, left arm by this ball of champagne acid. Uh, it stings. It's it's like, you know, it's like running your hand under, you know, a, a hot tap by accident. It's that kind of sting. Yeah. And you take four damage. I don't think you're a bonus action kind of guy. Buttercup. How far am I from the rest of them? You said 30 30 feet, feet yeah. Okay. Can I fly off in a rage and attack Bethany? <laughs> 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 yes, you may. Both. Uh, so I want to try to bite her. Um, sorry, I will just say, uh, Bethany is right next to me, isn't she? She is, yes. So with my glaive, I have an opportunity attack on anyone that comes within my reach. Ooh. So because you're going for her, I'm going to hit you with my glaive. <laughs> Question number two: Do I have the hit points that this thing says I have? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you do have the hit point of that thing says right, you have. It, who cares? Uh, <laughs> this is more D&D rules than I've ever been hit with before. Thank you. <laughs> My brain is now like doing that like meme of the lady looking at the math equation. So I'm like, I have no idea what's going on anymore. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. So I fling myself at her in a rage and I get a six. Okay. And then you can take your opportunity attack. So Sergeant Bubbles. Uh, I wish I wasn't, but now I've said it, so I have to. I'm sorry. Uh, He's not sorry at all. No. Um, oh, I got a 12. I got a 12. Ah, you missed! <laughs> <laughs> you inst... Okay, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, Buttercup, uh, still enraged and offended and upset at the fact that Bethany and her father tossed you down that well like yesterday's trash, <laughs> you fly into hysterics leaping across the battlefield and as you fly like like you leap upwards uh, like a spider monkey almost right at Bethany's face willing to tear you know uh, her eyes her, her nose the whole lot from, from her skull uh, <laughs> frothing at the mouth uh, speaking in a abyssal Sergeant Bublé's your overprotective overbearing father senses start tingling uh, and you go to <laughs> swipe at Buttercup who's, who's just lost the plot you swing miss <laughs> And as as this happens, you you miss Bethan by like three feet, and you cling to the wall in that weird like I hit the wall, and now I'm scrambling to try and like you know parkour off of it. But you're now across the other side of the battlefield. Buttercup, I swear to God, you better be good now. If you're good, I'll get you a nice little cat for dinner. Fuck you. As all of this is happening, everybody, give me a perception check, please. Five. <laughs> That'd be a nat one, there, my love. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Eleven. That's a three for me. Oh god. <laughs> Wait, are we rolling perception? Please, yeah. Five as well. You're all kind of caught up in the in the moment and the the fighting. When Buttercup, as you hit that wall, you see something kind of out of the corner of your eye just kind of shimmer, and you cast your gaze upwards as the others keep their eyes locked on the weapons and their their body language. You stare up and whizzing through the air, you just see 
through the clouds that are being kind of swished and, and flung rapidly across the skyline. Just this shimmering light, this golden shimmering light. It whirls around the air above with a sickening crack. This golden creature lands with a heavy explosion that all of you are kind of turned to focus on it. Unfortunately, the good professor caught it a little too late. And just as he looked up, the the belly of Fluffy, the young golden dragon, lands on top of him. And he is crushed and hay is just sent scattering across the battlefield as the good professor is crushed under the belly of Fluffy, the young golden dragon. Teach, no! No, Teach. He had such a thirst for life. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're still staying in in the turn order, but the gold dragon lands and snarling. And then, Buttercup, you feel Fluffy's eyes fix on you, and all of you hear in in this sort of booming voice. Soft. It's still soft-spoken, but it's it's booming. It's a a dragon voice. (laughs) I am Aelor. Guardian of the familiars and the discarded pets, you will know my wrath, the wrath of Fluffy, the young gold dragon. And around its neck jangles uh, a collar, and from it a deep black bag hangs. For a moment, Buttercup, uh, as its eyes lock on you, you just feel a, just a, there's a bond there. You'll you'll be safe. The the rest of you shitbags who threw your pets down the hole are fucked. (laughs) Jojo, we're back to you. I like to think that I'm too stupid to really understand what this thing's talking about. <laughs> I, ha- I have to ask this. Um, I think this is the first time I've dug this deep into a character. If I were to use something such as Armor of Agathis, Ag- could I then also use another spell? Armor uh, of Agathis is, is a first level spell. You could use a cantrip as a bonus action if you wanted, but you can't cast two effectively level spells uh, in the one turn. Um, Alright, so I cast armor of agathis okay so give yourself five more additional uh temp hit points raunchy you recognize it as a familiar move of, of jojo's as he holds one hand up uh, in the air and then just slicks it back through his hair and suddenly the air just gets a lot lot cooler around him <laughs> and a shimmer of frost glows from his skin as he casts armor of agathis also my hair becomes taller and spikier and he's got frosted tips. <laughs> in terms of bonus actions, the only other thing you could do at this point, Jojo, is you could cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay, I cast Spiritual Weapon. Uh, oh, I like to think that uh, when, it, when, it, when, it, when it spiritualizes into my hand, uh, I, look, I look over to Ranchi and go, Hey, look, hey Ranchi, look! And I pretend it's like my wang. <laughs> so it's technically all of us versus this dragon and also each other, right? Yes, yeah. Screw it. I slash Buble in the back. Okay. Such a shithead. Um, uh, roll, roll for it, Jojo. Can he summon an attack in the same turn? Like, it's a bonus action for spiritual weapon, yeah. Because uh, it has a range of 60 feet, so it, you can summon it in hand, and then it moves up to 60 feet. So, yeah. Uh, and a 20 to hit. Natural 20. No, no, no. Uh, like a dirty 20. Um, I'm going to use War... I'm going to use Warding Maneuver, uh, so if you roll a d8 and then subtract that from the roll. From the, okay. Uh, so or, 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 you, or you add it to my AC, I think, or something. Yes, yeah, so I, I'll roll, 
Do you want me to roll the d8? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm really sorry, Joe. Um, I rolled an A. So that brings your AC up to, at that time, 26? Sergeant Bubbles? Yes. Okay. So with Jojo conjuring a short sword uh, in his hand, uh, pretending that it's his wang, the blade flies free <laughs> from his hands and it lunges towards you, Sergeant Bubbles. And again, you... Your eyes kind of on the dragon and on the half-orc and his kobold body. You turn just in time, drawing your glaive out uh, as you smack it with the hilt, deflecting the uh, attack. Ronchi D. How close am I to Jojo? Uh, You and Jojo are right beside each other. You're within five feet. Okay, good. I I need to stay close to him to get most of my uh, benefits uh, combat-wise. I look over at uh, the sergeant. Bethany hasn't really done anything to me. And I feel sad for Buttercup, and you know, as a fellow one of the dragon lineage. So I look at the sergeant, I take out one of the many flasks of oil that I have, and I whip it at him. Okay. Make a ranged weapon attack. So that in your case, Ranji, that is a d20 plus... Um, two is my mom. Yeah, so it will be... Uh, it's a plus five, so a d20 plus five to hit. Okay, let's do it. Okay, I'll just do it. And I'll let you add your proficiency bonus just because you're fairly close to each other and you know, you're know you not loving it. The other side of the battlefield. Gotcha. That's nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> they are our guests. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 drawing one of your flasks from your pouch you gear up in the same way you watched as jojo you know straightened his shoulders leaned back went into a squat and then thrust his arm forward you do the same thing and you watch as the flask just flies past sergeant bublais uh, over his shoulder and it cracks the young golden dragon uh square between the eyes Eep. a bonus section do I need to roll something to start urinating in fear? <laughs> constitution. <laughs> yes, do you give me a constitution saving throw? Shit, okay. Five? With a, with a five raunchy D, a dark stain forms in front of uh, your pants, and you cling to uh, Jojo D'Alpha for, for comfort and protection. The young golden dragon snarling and, like, just steam rolling from uh, her nostrils. Speaking of which, it's her turn. <laughs> With your ungrateful response to those chosen around you, I see nothing more fit than to bring you low, like the way you treated poor young... I, 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 I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't get your name when they tossed you down the hole. Well, they call me... They call me Buttercup, but my real name is... What of the little sack man that you allied yourself with? Gotta be honest, don't know too much about that weirdo. But where is he? Oh. Do you want to lift your left foot there? Uh, uh, And Ariel does, uh, as she kind of sits back uh, on her hind legs, lifting her her left foot or claw. uh, And then you just see kind of a look on her face (laughs) as she she wipes some of the the champagne and the straw and the burlap off of her belly. (laughs) I'm, I'm sure it was a quick death. Uh, that that little creature had, um, and I am. Um, I think it's what he wanted. Well, then all all the better for it. She she leans down low to the ground, 
and she exhales a weakening breath. Everybody but Buttercup, give me a strength saving throw. Oh, sweet Jesus, yes. <laughs> 25. I also got a 25. Bro, we flip, man, that, what a shitty dragon. I got a 6. Yay, fuck you, Bethany! <laughs> yeah, fuck you! <laughs> this rolling smog uh, of gas is just exhaled from the, the young gold dragon's nostrils uh, and from her jaws, and you see it kind of roll across the stone floor of the third chamber in the, in the in the gauntlet of love it it stings uh, at your eyes but for some reason jojo ranchi and bubbles all you smell is the faint aroma of ammonia whereas bethany you are overcome by the weakening breath you had not smelled the fact that uh, ranchi G had in fact peed his pants you are overcome by the weakening breath and you have disadvantage on strength-based attack rolls, strength checks, and strength saving throws uh, for the next minute. And with that, Ariel moves forward towards the group of you. It is Sergeant Bubles. Uh, did she move within my ten feet of me? Shit, <laughs> uh, she, she did. I, why do you have... Oh, I forgot that you were a long way. Uh, and... Uh, as, yes, Sergeant Bublais, to answer your question, she has moved within 10 feet of you. And as she does, you see around her neck this collar with the black bag hanging from it. Okay. I'm going to, with my opportunity attack, take a swing at the bag, I suppose. If that's possible. Is, yes, it is. I, 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 yeah. Uh, 17. You lunge forward with uh, your glaive. You almost catch the hefty strap of ribbon that helps form this collar around Ariel's neck, but you miss it by less than three inches. God damn it. Okay, so it's my full-on turn now. Yes, and Ariel kind of half-swatted the glaive away anyway. It's still in your hands, but she just kind of swats it back. All right then, dear, we must uh, get this under control. Um, ha-ha! Yes! Ha-ha! And I make an attack against Jojo with uh, one of my nets. Okay. I just love the nets flying back and forth. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's just two grown men throwing nets at each other like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I rolled uh, an eight, at which point I... So I'm assuming that doesn't hit. At which point I go, ah, uh, just testing. Yeah, oh, uh, a little bit rusty. Um, and I'll throw another net at him. <laughs> <laughs> he has four multiple. nets, Joe. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking shit. Ten. I rolled to pick up his nets. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're actually on a fishing hook, and I reeled them back in. Uh, <laughs> it's your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Very helpful. <laughs> you, you toss nets into the air really delightfully, none of which land on Jojo as, as they fall short of, of hitting him all ten feet away from you, by the way. Cool. Uh, and he's able to sidestep and outmaneuver them. You are awful at net tossing, apparently. Uh, Beth- Bethany. First off, I roll my eyes at how bad my daddy is doing. Then I'm going to cast magic missile at third level. Okay, Be- Bethany's not taking around anymore. So five d fours. Five d four. And who are you swinging them at? I will send all of them to Jojo. What? Oh my god. 
Okay. So plus five on top of that. 16 damage. And then... So I'm going to use two sorcery points to do quicken spell. Jesus. Okay. And I'm going to summon apparition, which is a fourth level spell. So I call forth an aberrant spirit. Basically, it takes its turn after mine. And I get to choose between... Uh, I can't say them all, but I'm going to choose a slad. It gets two attacks per turn. And then at the top, when it starts its turn again, if it loses any HP, it gains five HP back. Oh my god. Like, has, has Bethany just lost her mind? Like, is this, like, is this just some, like... She's so pissed right now. She's so pissed. I need to look at what a slad is, because I googled it and it was salad, and then salad roll quickly followed by it. Just got a slad bible. <laughs> Get out of here, you. S-L-A-A-D. Oh, it's like a little frog demon thing. Yep, it has barely any attack points. Just remember that. Got it. If if something were to, like, I have the armor active. Does that hurt her or the thing? It's melee. It's only with melee the armor of Agathis uh, hits you for. So if she hits you with, she'd hit you with her, her her staff or something. She would take the five damage, but because it's a ranged attack, no. Okay, so uh, Bethany, you. Uh, everyone blissfully ignoring the young golden dragon that's, you know, trying to kill everybody. Bethany turns her attention back on Jojo. Taking your hands away from her temple, uh, she shoots them up. Five blades of light explode from the tips of her fingers. They whiz around, and even the dragon is kind of like doing that thing where pets just look at the light dancing against the shadows and the walls. <laughs> and you all, you all kind of are slightly distracted by them, and then you watch as all five come to a stop and then dart towards Jojo de Alpha, striking him for 16 damage. With uh, Bethany kind of giggling away to herself that, you know, she's, I don't know, having a some, some sort of episode, um, <laughs> uh, she takes a step back, and from her shadow, she crouches down uh, and draws out this monstrous form of a slad uh, as it appears from smoke. It lets out kind of a croak as this fat purple th- tongue falls out of its jaw and just lands there. It brings up its claws, looks at Bethany, nods at her uh, and kind of gives her a wink. And then what am I doing? So I'm going to multi-attack with this dude so he gets to claw. (laughs) Yeah. So I am going to get him to, again, go for Jojo because I'm really annoyed that they're attacking my daddy. I'm so annoyed. Okay, so it's your spell attack, so roll a d20 plus 6 to hit. A 14 and a an, and, uh, 16. Do either of those hit, Jojo? My armor class is 16. Okay, so the 14 won't, but the 16 does. Uh, roll a d10 plus 3 plus... The spell's level, so 7. So, so it's a d10 plus 7. Okay. Uh, 13 more damage this gray and purple slad is a kind of monstrous uh, frog creature again lets out a second like like a, a fat bubble croak from its throat uh, and it lunges forward with little kind of composure uh, towards you jojo uh, its tongue its tongue kind of slaps against you and you swat it away and as you do uh, and, and take a step back it it slashes you with uh, its right hand uh, and it cuts uh, into your arm it lets out like a a very wet laugh. I was gonna say it's the professor. He's dead. Buttercup. I <laughs> <laughs> know. Uh, first off, rip the professor. Yeah, I'm just gonna attack again. Except this time, I'm going after Sergeant Bubbles. God damn it! 
I love how the other team loses their familiar and you just side with them. Ariel Buttercup, we get out of this. Drinks on me. Ariel, uh, <laughs> on hearing this, Ariel kind of turns her head slightly. So that's a 22. To hit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll for damage. So I'm going to bite, which also does poison damage. Do I get an opportunity attack at all? Uh, you will. Let me. Let me do. Let me take no, care of. Uh, yeah. Um, Buttercup's uh, bite, and then you can bop her in the head <laughs> with the pointy end of your glaive. I don't. I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, like every game so me and Amber it? play, we always we're always on the same team. We always end up fighting each other. <laughs> I love you, Sam. I love you too. <laughs> now die. <laughs> yes. Um, is it damage for the bite and then poison no, damage it's, if he fails? Yeah, no, it's damage for the bite and then he must make a DC. So it's Sam, can you make a constitution saving throw for me now anyway? And then we'll so know if you... It was seven for the bite. Okay. It's you have, to, you have to pass ten. You have to make a saving throw of ten. Yeah, twenty-one. Buttercup has bitten you plenty of times, so you're kind of used to her toxic poison. Um, but as she as she kind of scrambles up the wall and then leaps towards you, she goes for your jugular. She sinks her teeth uh, into your shoulder, bites down hard, uh, and as you go to pull her away, you have uh, an attack of opportunity on her. Sorry, did I take damage on that bite as well? I didn't. You did. You took seven. Is it seven damage on the bite attack? Seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I will attack her with my gliave. Uh, that's a seventeen. That hits. So that is nine damage, and then if I hit with that, I also get to make a uh, an additional attack with the end of the glaive. Oh well, it's 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 oh uh, fourteen. I thought it was a one. I'm sorry. That hits, yeah. So one, so f- uh, another five damage. So fourteen damage in total. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Buttercup, how do you want to meet your maker? Oh no! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, it's fine. Um, I mean, no. I, I do like the idea that the first oh time he God. hits me, does the seven damage, and I'm dead, and then he just yes. keeps like stabbing. Oh <laughs> so sorry. You know that you know that thing when uh, you know like I don't I don't know if they do it in baseball, but you know in hurling when they have this the 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 slitter and they're bouncing it, you know they're just like whacking the ball up into the air and they're catching it, and then they're hitting it up higher again and they're catching it again and so on and so forth. <laughs> Grabbing uh, Buttercup by the scruff of the neck, you throw her and immediately with your glaive, whack her straight up with the flat of the, the blade. And then as she falls, you swing and slap her with it, sending her flying across uh, the other <laughs> side of the battlefield. She hits the wall with a sickening like twack in that cartoon style, just falls off the wall. And there's like a little imprint of where Buttercup, <laughs> the, uh, the tiny closet fiend demon falls uh, and Ariel just lets out a howling roar and then I say I'm, I'm terribly sorry I'm so so sorry I will I will promise I will get you a unicorn I will get you whatever you like I'm terribly terribly sorry my dear are you talking to the dragon no I'm talking to my daughter <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> don't worry I'll get you a new pet he's also a dragon apparently <laughs> I think you gotta check your priorities man I just don't understand why she was attacking us I, I, I... <laughs> At this point, Ariel, uh, just uh, I would just like to point out that you did actually, you know, put her in a net and throw her into what you thought was an abyssal fire. <laughs> Not cool, bro. Not cool. I did it for the love of my daughter. Not cool. You don't 
You don't leave a bro behind. I did. I didn't do it. <laughs> Please, my, my my daughter had nothing to do with it. It was it was all me. I did it for the love of her. Ariel just kind of drops low and just starts snarling, and the area around you starts to get hotter. That was Buttercup who technically went Jojo. Um, if I try to talk to the dragon, does that take up my turn, That's, or can I spell it? Down? No, it does not. Okay. It's can I try to away. can I try to persuade the dragon, showing him her that we had nothing to do that our my my familiar is literally suicidal. Uh, Hit me with it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So I, I, I look at her. I'm, I'm like, hey, yo, listen. I know you you run with familiars, and familiars are like bros. You don't leave bros behind, no matter what. I didn't kill my bro. My bro took the leap himself. Because a bro is a bro is a bro is a bro. And I just look at her like really, like really like dumb but serious. (laughs) Give me a persuasion check with advantage. 18 will be it, I guess. You see just columns of smoke kind of now erupting from her flared nostrils and Jojo as you as, as you turn to her and you put it so eloquently that you know a bro is a bro is a, a bro well there's um, one more bro in there there's one more bro and, 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 and is a bro uh, <laughs> it was that it was actually that that final one that that reached Ariel's heart and the smoke around her nostrils just kind of dissipates and in the corner of her eye you just see kind of a single tear and she was kind of haunched down ready to attack and she kind of poises herself, she lifts herself up a little bit and she kind of pops out her chest and then like, you know and she just looks, she looks at you like still uh, with tears in her eyes She just, she's just looking at you and you just hear all of you Bro <laughs> 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 and she falls. She falls back onto her hind legs, and she, with a with her claw, she reaches for the collar around her neck, and she's like, "I. No one's ever really put it to me like that before. We're we're all bros, familiars and pets, and even these. Damn, bro, I." <laughs> I, I I've got some thinking to do. I I, I mean I, I I promised I promised Raven that I'd, I'd come in here and I'd wreck the, the 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 place and then I would go wreck her parents. But I know that reminds me. I still gotta go wreck her parents' place. Oh, I don't. I, I, thank you. She she extends the the collar the with the thick black ribbon on it and the black bag towards you, Jojo. Raven, Raven said to once once I taught you a lesson to to give you this, but bro, you taught me a lesson. <laughs> and she just she just kind of shakes her head. I gotta, I gotta bounce and and and, and take care of those uh, her take care of those those rich assholes um but <laughs> hey if, if if you're ever if you're ever in the area and you you just want to hang you will you know bro just you know <laughs> seek me out 
of course, bro, of course. And I just, I just put up my fist out, like for a, for like a dab. Yeah, she, uh, she does the same thing. Like she kind of extends her, her giant uh, dragon claw at you, kind of shoving Sergeant Bublé's out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, as you fist bump, uh, she, uh, she spirals upwards uh, into the air. As she just, uh, you you all hear echoing over the 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 the, the, the night sky. Just a bro is a bro is a bro is a bro, <laughs> and the, the polyhedral crystals start lighting up, and people are like, "What is Monty? What Daffy? What is happening? Why aren't they all dead? You said they wouldn't survive. Why is the dragon coming towards the mansion, Monty?" And then there's just screaming as to the west beyond the, the edges of the, the, the gauntlet you just see the torrents of fire just raining down from the night sky uh, as the, the mansion uh, the dire heart country mansion uh, is lit up with that the crystals uh, the, the polyhedral crystals uh, shatter uh, and explode and the walls around you start to fall very so slightly and chives just kind of steps Kind of around and he's like um i've been here the entire time you know <laughs> he reaches for the uh the the bag jojo the one that ariel handed to you may i peruse the contents before you make away with them uh, yeah sure bro no problem uh, he opens the bag and there is there's a jostling like kind of a metallic-y kind of clinking sound inside and he takes out a, a rolled piece of paper uh, and he he starts to read it. To, to the, the gauntlet, gauntlet imbeciles. Marriage is an outdated concept, a fatalistic structure meant to wall in hearts, freedom, and spirit. While I appreciate you are most likely in this for money, and I don't blame you, it is a lot of money. Like, so much money. I'm not interested in marriage. Now, or ever. So sorry, but like, not sorry. Anyway, enclosed you'll find some old trinkets and treasures of mine. These are yours by way of compensation. Also, if Fluffy killed anyone, I'm sorry about that too, but like my parents should have known better than to buy a golden dragon egg. That's about it. I'll leave you with some famous words that really resonated with me. Spoken by a very dear aunt who had a lot of interesting views on life love yourself all the parts the good and the bad aunt eugenia was onto something there i think anyway peace out raven chives uh, stuffs the scroll back into the the bag and then hands it back to you jojo it would appear that Miss Dyerhart has finally made a decision on the whole matrimony. On behalf of the Dyerhart family, I would like to apologise for bringing you all out of here and the resulting casualties. However, I would like to remind you that you did sign an NDA and if you are found to be in breach of that, we will sue you for every penny that you have. If you follow any points further uh, east, if you follow this hedgerow, it will take you out onto a back road. From there, you should be able to find the main road back to Tezrab. The trinkets and the treasures are yours, of course. Speak not of this event. Now, if I may bid you adieu, I really must attend to the blazing inferno 
that once was my place of employment. <laughs> I I sort of step forward a little bit perplexed, and I, I, I turn to Jojo and I say, I can't believe I'm about to say it, but um, you have bested me, dear boy. And I, I must say that was some fine network um, <laughs> that you did. Um, I hope you will accept my humble apology um, for my previous words. Uh, uh, I would I would hope that you do not suck it. You indeed do not suck it or anything for that matter. If I, if I may reintroduce myself and, of course, my dear daughter, I am Sergeant Boublaise, Sergeant of the Queen's Regiment, and this is my daughter, Bethany Boublaise. Um And I, I take uh, Bethany's hand and I, I sort of lead her forward. My head is kind of down and I'm like sulking. <laughs> <laughs> because they they got the bag of treasures so I'm like not even look at the, looking at them and I'm just sulking away to myself I uh, I, I, I nod and uh, I'm like well it's good to hear that you changed your story bro because uh, <laughs> I, I mean, know how to keep this positive uh, <laughs> it's good to hear that you changed your story bro I really didn't want to kill you I just wanted to smash that's uh I don't know. I, I really don't understand why I'm in this dating app because I gotta be honest. I, I, I hit it and then I quit it. I call them a carriage, but you know, maybe that's not. It's all it's cracked up to be. No, no, it is. It's definitely up to. Yeah. No, I was wrong. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, sir. Maybe, maybe it just means we gotta go back to the club and see if we can smash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, guy. You know what? You guys ain't that half bad. And I, I give him some of the. I open the bag and I, I take out some of the stuff and I hand it over to him. As, as he's handing it over to my dad, I reach out and take it from him instead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should join us at the club. Daddy, can I join them at the club? Uh, well, um, I suppose that you are a, 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 a grown um, woman and. Um, that is what you would like to do. Um, I believe that that is your prerogative, and uh, uh, quite frankly, it's none of my business. Um, you, you absolutely uh, can do that if, if that is what would make you happy, my dear. I think that sounds like a mighty fine idea. And I, because I am actually taller than my dad, I pat him on the head. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I walk over to the two boys and I'm like, so where are we going to this... Um, this establishment. Ah, it's funny you say that, because uh, the carriages are here! <laughs> from the from the corner of the ruined gauntlet labyrinth, there's just a wheezy breath coming from Buttercup. Oh, oh, oh Buttercup's not dead? <laughs> Might be better off. <laughs> Kill me. Uh, um, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll run to Buttercup. <laughs> And uh, I will take out a potion of healing, and I will pour it down its colors. <laughs> and I will, I will, I will cuddle her like really close and be like, "I'm so sorry, Buttercup. I'm so sorry. Please don't leave me. You're all I have left." <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I Six love you too. Your neck again. <laughs> <laughs> As the screams uh, erupt from the inferno and you walk away with it burning behind you, the orange, red and yellow flames licking the skyline, you can't help but wonder how the shit you're going to get these gauntlets off your hands. 
after having collected the pieces of the professor, most of him, I mean, it's hey, you can just probably find it on the side of the road. <laughs> we leave it with the, the, the six of you, well, the five and partial bits of the professor, thumbing it on the side of the road, desperate to find a lift back to Tezrap so that you might be able to hit the club, as it is effectively known as. Sean and Joe, and I know we had Tim as well, and Tim had to dart off. Thank you so, so much for that. That was, that was bonkers. In a good way. <laughs> Thanks for having us on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that was great, guys. That was, that was really, really fun. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Just the ridiculousness of, of it. Do you guys want to tell us a little bit about Don't Call Us Heroes? Where can, where can people listen to you? Where can people find you and follow you and stalk you and stuff? We're on Twitter, and uh, we're on... Crap, I should have been writing this down before when we talked earlier. Um, you can always go to our you can always go to our website, uh, dcuhshow.com. That has all our episodes, little extras, little artwork, including uh, by the time this comes out, the gravestone of one of your guys' characters on there to a very good boy. commemorate their death. <laughs> good boy. It was a very good boy. <laughs> we are on Facebook and Twitter at uh, Don't Call Us Heroes podcast you know listen to us uh you know on I, apple itunes and yeah, all, the, all the podcast things you know i've been joined by sean joe and tim from don't call us heroes uh, as well as uh, amber louise and sam from romance in the dungeon we are gearing up at this point for the start of season two uh, so plenty of time to go back and listen to the the main story the events of, of, of this adventure take place directly after the end of season one so if you need to learn a little bit more about our world uh, and the characters of Bethesda, Thane, Thea and Nate, check us out. Uh, you'll find us on social media at D8 Dungeon. Just to say thanks once again to the guys for joining us. I hope we can do it again soon. And if you're wondering what became of that brave, young, capable woman. Well, dear listener, let me tell you. She's most certainly not living happily ever after under a false name in a land far, far, like so far away. <laughs>